I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to One of Those, the show that explores the art of sneaker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. All right, so today I do have a cool show for you guys, man. And also, I want to apologize for missing last week. Listen, man, my son had his ninth birthday party. There was a lot of kids around. Your boy caught some kind of bug or something. Set me back big time. Definitely couldn't record. And also, I wasn't able to make it to the air premiere. Now, my entire plan for this episode was to talk about the movie Air. And I'm still going to do that for you. In fact, I had to call in reinforcements. My man, Brian Drolet, is in the building. He is the host of Let's Talk Movies right here on the Up On Game Network. He's here. He's seen the movie. We're going to talk about it. He's going to let you guys know. I just had to go get a professional, professional movie critic to let you guys know what is up with the movie air okay so we're gonna get into that in a moment but before that before that i got a pickup i want to show you guys got it a couple weeks ago meant to show it last week but i was down i got the air max big bubble joints hold on for a second okay so this was the air max day specials the air max one big bubble i had this particular sneaker as a matter of fact i had the 326 version the version that i had had 326 right there on the tongue that was the Air Max Day version. This is the newer version of it. In fact, it's a throwback. This is the original design of the Air Max One. It has the big air bubble with the four circles in it. Big bubble. Let me tell you something, man. I've worn this. Well, I've tried this sneaker on. It is really, really comfortable. I always say you can't go wrong with an Air Max, man. Air Max is just easy, easy, easy. And this is just a classic version of it, man. Um, I love this sneaker. I really was excited to show you guys this one. Let me show you the packaging real quick. Hold on. 
Super cool packaging as well. You can see the four bubbles right there, man. I hope the camera's picking all that up, man. I'm I'm, I'm in love with this sneaker, man. I like when they do different stuff with it. I like when they, you know, give us a little bit of bang for our buck. I like when they dig in the crates. I like this little theme of, like, throwback, you know, the whole reimagined thing that Jordan Brand is doing right here with the, you know what? Okay, we can give you the Air Max, sure. This Air Max has come out, come out a couple of times. But let's give you something different. Let's give you a bigger sole. Let's give you the four bubbles. Just for a sneakerhead, for a person that appreciates the little things, I'm happy about this. If you're just a person that just wants a clean sneaker, you're not paying attention to the big bubble and all that. You just want a clean sneaker that you can wear with whatever. Well, here you go. Right here. The MX1 Big Bubble Super Duper duper cool man listen whatever pickup i get in the near future i'm going to show you guys man i'm on that right now i'm i'm, I'm copping i've been copping a lot so be on the lookout for that a lot of heat checks going to be going on on this show okay now here's the moment you all been waiting for the movie air directed by ben affleck starring ben affleck starring matt damon starring the one and only viola davis marlon waynes chris tucker all-star cast all about courting Michael Jordan and getting us to that infamous Jordan one that we all know about that really beyond like the Adidas and things we talked about before really sparked sneaker culture. The movie airs in theaters right now. My man B checked it out without further ado. Brian Jolet is in the building. B what up? How we doing? How we doing? Oh, man, I'm good, man. I'm happy to have you on. I was telling the audience before uh, I introduced you in that I did not get an opportunity to see Air, right? And and I had a free pass to go see it. Oh. As, as people know, I have a newborn in here, and I was gearing up to go, and my baby had a little sniffles and everything, and my wife kind of gave me that look like, you know, you can go, but I don't really want you to go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah when they tell you you can go and there's no problem you know don't go it could be a problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i missed out on air but fortunately here at up on game and on my feet we have an expert resident movie i mean this man makes movies okay he reviews movies he knows film like the back of his hand he saw air so let me go ahead and ask you because i've been hearing good things about this movie what did you think about air? Oh, man, I got to tell you guys, it was so refreshing to have a movie come out in movie theaters that isn't a superhero movie. Mm. And I guess you could say it's based off a big, big brand, but it felt like an original story about regular human beings. Mm. So out of the gate, it was refreshing to, you know, see a movie like that in theaters and i have to tell you guys it is four out of four stars wow it is so good um i laughed i cried i actually shed a tear twice one single tear <laughs> i was so inspired i mean i i yeah. grew up the biggest michael jordan fan yeah and to kind of you know it's really interesting there's things you learn in the movie that you know, you go back and you go, really? It was like mm. people weren't thinking Michael Jordan was going to become what he became. Yeah. Except this one guy at Nike. And that's yeah. kind of what the movie is about. And yeah. I'm telling you, it was phenomenal. Yo, it, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Keep going. 
I mean, I could probably talk forever about it. I mean, you know, I, I'm a big critic because like you said, I've made movies, I've edited them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like nowadays movies keep getting longer and longer and longer. And, and as much, even if it's a subject matter I love, mm -hmm. I think sometimes when you're getting to three hours, it's hard mm -hmm. to not get a little sleepy and like a yeah. little like, okay. And this movie was about an hour and 51 minutes. And- oh, wow. It flew by, and when it was over, I was so sad. I wanted more, which I think is how you want to leave the theater. Yeah. And it was just, I never was sitting there bored. I was on the edge of, because the whole movie, you feel like you're trying to sign Jordan. <laughs> I like it. And it I was like just, it. Yeah. it was spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, um, you are a sneakerhead. Right, we 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 both have the love for sneakers. That's why I wanted yeah, everybody. There it is. See, this is the stuff I like. <laughs> We're talking air. I had to break this, these out. This is the stuff I like. See, see. So this is why I really, really wanted you on this episode is because you are a sneakerhead. So you know, you come into it a little bit differently than just the the you know your typical movie critic that may not know anything about Jordan, Jordan brand. You know, um, stuff we talk about often on this show. How do you feel like it represented sneaker culture? Oh, wow. I think I think what was fascinating about it was this is before sneakers were the billion-dollar industry that they are now. Yeah. Back then, Nike had 17% of the sneaker market. Mm. I think Converse had 50-something percent, and Adidas mm. had, I can't remember the number, but in the mm. 20s to 30s. Yeah. So it was fascinating to kind of go back in time before, you know, I don't even know if sneakerhead was a term back then. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know where that first started, but you know, back then Adidas was popular. They were in rap videos, uh, run DMC. Um, but all the NBA players were wearing Converse. Yeah. But the thing that, you know, I, for, you almost forget, but magic Johnson didn't have his own sneaker. Larry right. bird didn't have his own sneaker. Isaiah right. Thomas didn't. They were just, wearing the brand yeah. and it was the first time and honestly didn't know this mm -hmm. jordan was the first athlete to ever have a sneaker designed specifically for him yeah and so much so you know there was a rule in the nba that you could only have 50 51 of the sneaker had to be white mm -hmm. and nike really wanted to stand out from whatever adidas or converse would offer yeah. So they added all this red into the sneaker mm -hmm. and they were like, yeah, we'll just pay the fines. Mm -hmm. And and they called it the Air Jordan. It was originally yeah. they were coming out with a sneaker called the Air Soul. Yeah. And they were like, let's make it Jordan because they didn't really stand a chance to sign Jordan. So they had to go above and beyond and do something extra. And mm -hmm. it changed the sneaker game forever. So I think as like a sneakerhead and a fan of sneakers, it was such a great movie to watch because you're kind of seeing the birth of the culture. Wow. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, 
designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wow, that's really, really interesting. You know, there have been films about sneaker culture. I made a film about sneaker culture. Um, there was a film I went to, I had the privilege to go see early. Um, this was probably like 2017. It's called Band, and it talked about the band one, which you just showed, you know, and 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 how that was how that came about and all that. I think you you mentioned something earlier about like comic book movies, right? And there's a guy I watch on on YouTube named Robert Meyer Burnett, and he always talks about how we're in this wonderful time where we're seeing all these characters and all of these, you know, like things we read the comic books and cartoons and stuff, Mario, but all this stuff is like coming to life on 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 camera in a way that we never could see it before. And that's all about special effects and tech and detective we have, right? But I think that as people learn more about different subcultures right like we get movies about hip-hop artists that we wouldn't have seen before right we get movies about um painters and whatever it's limitless right but now we're starting to see i think to me this is the first movie about sneaker culture there have been other movies that are, are important to sneakers like space jam and stuff like that do the right thing that you know they weren't really about sneakers that just had cool sneakers in them <clears throat> excuse me I feel like this is the first time that we've journeyed into the the subculture, which is sneaker culture, to kind of tell that story. Do you think this opens the door to tell more stories about our this culture we love, sneaker culture? I think absolutely. I mean, I think if you just looked in general, um, you know, there's been indie films, there's been smaller things, there's been a TV show on Netflix that I I never yeah. saw, but I heard wasn't very. good. I watched it. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I think this is the first, you know, 
A-list talent, A-list people behind the camera. And yeah, I think the sneakers were the star of the movie. And I do think I only see it continuing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this is probably the biggest sneaker movie or, or a movie that... But you don't have to be a sneakerhead or love sneakers to love this movie. Yeah. Uh, what was so, what stood out to me about this movie too is if you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. um, or anybody trying to start their own business, this was such a fascinating movie to watch because we all know Nike is so huge now. So it's fascinating to see them in humble beginnings with small offices and like, you know, it was an insane risk they took. I mean, they were going to, it's also funny about inflation because the amount of money back then that was a lot of money is <laughs> like nowhere near as much money now. Yeah. But $250,000 to Nike back then was yeah. their entire budget wow. to spend on athlete endorsements. And that money was supposed to go to three or four athletes. <laughs> and it was Sonny Vaccaro. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Yeah. Um, he was the guy who said, Forget spreading it out amongst three or four players. Let's focus only on Michael Jordan. Yeah. And and they just kept upping the ante, upping the ante. And like, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Michael Jordan was also the first athlete ever to get a percentage of the sales of every sneaker that had his name on it. Wow. And his mom is the one that insisted on that being the case, yeah. which opened the, the floodgates for, for athletes everywhere to make more money. And, and actually that same... Guy is the one who I think fought the NCA, NCAA to get student athletes compensated or the ability to make money in college. Mm. So I think this movie definitely, um, yes, for sneakerheads and the culture mm-hmm. will only open the doors more. But I think the movie was even more fascinating just from a, um, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but there were yeah. things they did like one of the rules at nike that you learn in -hmm. this was you have to break the rules which is a big arnold schwarzenegger thing too (laughs) yeah Um, but sometimes you have to do things that you're technically not supposed to do if you really want to try and compete with the companies that have a stranglehold on the market like adidas and converse did um so yeah i i think i think movies relating to sneakers are here to, to stay i mean i personally have written a script um that is for the sneakerhead community that i hope gets made in the near future yeah um and i you know just keeping my ear to ground the ground and knowing people in the industry i know a lot of people that um have scripts that are sneaker related but i have noticed this and this is why i think so many things have suffered a lot of the times when i read scripts that are written for Mm. the sneaker community i Mm. can tell whoever wrote it isn't really a sneakerhead because it's missing a lot of the things that I think people like us and yeah. people even that are more of a sneakerhead than me yeah. um, would want. And so, like, when I went to write my film, that's mm-hmm. very all for sneakerheads. Mm-hmm. It was honestly from working for OMF, knowing people like yourself and absorbing. Yeah. I'm like, OK, I know Adam will love this. I mm-hmm. know AJ will love this. Mm-hmm. And so I just made a list of like 20 things that I thought should be in a sneaker movie mm-hmm. that sneakerheads would love. Like, for instance, you know, if somebody ties their shoelaces really t- tight, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I point that out. Oh my God, I hate that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, why are your shoelaces yeah. so tight, bro? Yeah, yeah. So 
things like that. <laughs> I noticed the small little details seem to yeah. be missing in a lot of the sneakerhead content that I see out there. Mm -hmm. But I think again, with a movie like this, we'll we'll see producers, directors, writers upping the ante, and I, I yeah. think we'll get more films for people that love this culture. That's a really, really dope point, man. I, 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 you know, I think of two movies that are sneaker. You mentioned one earlier. It was this Netflix thing they did. It was like a series. I think it was. It was not good. And you and and it's made by a big prominent company that does deal with a lot of sneaker culture and such. So it was wild to see them, you know, uh, uh drop the ball in that way, right? And really missed the point. And and some of the things were just it was just kind of goofy. I won't rag on the movie too much. Yeah. But yeah. another one was a smaller film. Made by Flavor Unit Productions, uh, Queen Latifah's uh, uh, company, which I'm I'm assuming still makes fun. It had Tatiana Ali in it from Fresh Prince, and I believe it was Aldis Hodge, man. Um, I I I think Aldis Hodge played um Hawkman in the in the Shazam movie, so he's a pretty big actor, right? It was earlier on. I can't remember the name of this movie, but reason why I liked it was because it was a rom com that centered around a sneakerhead. Him and his boy were trying to open up a shop. And Is that the um, Disney one, Sneakerella, Cinderella. No, no, I forgot. I haven't seen that one. It's not Sneakerella. I didn't called, see that one either. The premise of it was basically he. It's a rom com, bro. So it's like the premise. Premise of it was like every holiday he dumps a girl because he doesn't want to be tied up for the holiday. Something stupid, okay. But the point okay, was, yeah. he was him and his boy were like opening a sneaker shop, and there was little things in there like he was obsessed with the sneakers and his and his and his his girl was asking about it you know what i mean she she grew to love it because he loved it you know there was little stuff this is when lebron's were hot so they was like oh you got on the um the, the lebron honeys oh i see that it was just tiger was in it there was a scene where tiger wanted to buy the uh lebron's off of the dude's feet you know what i mean like on the spot because he had on these rare lebron's and the dude was like uh -huh. nah i want to sell you know it's just like little stuff like that not it wasn't perfect but I remember thinking, like, as a sneakerhead, it would be cool to see more content like that. And as sneaker culture just naturally grows. And I talk about this a lot on the show that that sneaker culture at this point is no longer like a niche thing. Like people may not consider themselves like a true sneakerhead and some sneaker snobs may kind of turn their nose up at them. But everyone loves sneakers right now to some oh, yeah. capacity. And that's why I think there's a space for it, because I'm glad you said it, that air is not a sneakerhead movie. It's just about sneakers. It's about Jordan, the biggest name in sneakers, frankly. And it's just a way to introduce people to something that we personally find cool in a way that's not corny, I think. Yeah, yeah. By the way, fun fact, the ex-coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, Byron Scott, was sitting next to me in the theater, which wow. I thought was kind of funny. I'm watching a movie yeah. <laughs> about Michael Jordan and there's yeah. an NBA I think he played with Magic Johnson. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah. But how funny is that? I'm like, only in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, I got to get out there to Hollywood, man. Y'all, it's different out there. Okay, we my, my screening was going to be in some <laughs> mall in D.C. It was definitely, Byron Scott was definitely not going to be there, man. That's really, really, really cool, man. That's really <laughs> yeah, cool, I had, man. I had to add that in for, for the story. <laughs> the other thing that really stood out, stood out about the movie, too, and, you yeah. know, I, ben Affleck is clearly an excellent director. Yes, yes. But I feel like a lot of people might have told this story and just went for the straight drama. Mm -hmm. This movie is hilarious. There are really? so many funny parts in it. Yeah. And another controversial, I don't even know if it's controversial, but it's been talked about a lot. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The decision to never show the actor's face that plays Michael Jordan. Okay. By the way, is barely in it. Um, I actually thought that was brilliant because, you know, Ben Affleck said... Michael Jordan is so huge and iconic. The second you would see an actor on screen playing him, you're like, eh, that's not Jordan. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool the way they did it. It actually helped to kind of build the mystique around it. Mm. And I can't say this enough. It felt like as you watched it, you were trying to sign Jordan. Yeah. yeah and it felt right. like the real Jordan, since you weren't seeing an actor and like, mm-hmm. they show a couple of clips of him on the television and like mm-hmm. real photos of him. So I just thought they did. And Viola Davis couldn't have been more perfect to play his mom. Um, The actor that played his dad was great. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, there's a scene where Matt Damon goes to his house and you really feel like you're going to Michael Jordan's house house in North Carolina. And it was just, I can't remember the last time I was kind of, you know, sitting forward and just Mm -hmm. so into a movie and like, didn't want it to end and when it started to get near the end i'm like no no <laughs> yeah. and yeah. luckily right when you think it ends there's like a, a little bit more and mm. and so and it was just a fantastic movie guys mm. i i can't recommend um a movie more um and again it's bigger than even just sneakers it's mm. kind of i think it's a good watch and very inspiring if you run your own business yeah yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. I'm glad you got an opportunity to check it out, man. Before I let you go, though, I do. Yeah. That, you have to let the people know, like you do this. This is this is you know, this isn't just something special you're doing for this show. You have a show on this network where you review films. 
That's true. It's called Let's Talk Movies. It's the Let's Talk Movies podcast. You guys can find it at the Up On Game Network on YouTube. Uh, we show clips on the Instagram as well, Up On Game. And uh, a new episode drops every week. And uh, sometimes I interview people and kind of I try to interview people in the industry. So writers, directors, producers, actors, comedians, uh, sometimes just my friends. And we just discuss movies. I like to ask people you know, what movie changed their life. And actually, while I got you here, what is your favorite movie ever? And and like, what movie had an impact on your life? Okay, so my favorite movie ever is actually pretty cliche. It is The Godfather, okay? I love The Godfather, right? Another movie that I think had an impact on my life, and I've talked about it. So that's my favorite movie. But the movie that really had an impact on my life is Do the Right Thing. I've talked about this numerous times, including my little documentary I made called What Are Those? It's a sneaky culture movie. Um, and it's because of all of the subcultures that was in. Uh, Do the Right Thing is about so much, right? It's, it's so many little subplots inside of this huge plot about this the hottest day in the summer and the, the racial um, unrest that was going on obviously but it's the little stuff like bugging out in his in his jordan force <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. yeah his jordan fours on right and and just little things like that and it reminded me of my neighborhood um in in southeast dc which is completely different than brooklyn new york but the same and that's why i really really love that film um everything about it, i could watch do the right thing Every minute of the day is that good to me. Um, and I just think Spike really knocked it out the park. And again, it's the it's the little stories inside of the bigger story that really did it for me. It's the style, all of it, man. That's a, that's a movie that really, really uh, uh, impacted me. And that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that one. I've never been asked that before. Oh, I love to hear. I, that's what's so cool about movies. Um, you know, good ones, they, they stand the test of time. They stay with us forever. I mean... I still quote movies that I love from my childhood. Yeah. Uh, and that's what uh, my podcast, Let's Talk Movies, is all about. Um, if you guys want to know more about what I think of the movie Air, I review mm -hmm. it on the latest episode that just dropped today, actually. Mm -hmm. And I also talk about a movie, uh, Tetris, which I highly recommend. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely yeah. fascinating. Uh, the yeah. story around gaining the rights to Tetris for Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Fascinating story. It was yeah. Created by a Russian, um, a guy in Russia, and that's a communist country where they're not allowed to be entrepreneurs and inventors. It involves the KGB. You'll never look at Tetris the same way again. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Air, Tetris, we're getting some original stories. Yeah. And I highly recommend both to uh, your viewers and listeners. Yeah, I saw the Tetris movie. I can vouch for that one. The Tetris movie was really, really good. Yeah. I, oh, I, nice. I, you saw. It. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that good? Yeah, it was really good. I, I was able because you could stream, you know, you stream that one. So I was able to check that out, man. I'm getting back to the theater soon enough, bro, because nice. that's one, one, one reason why I really, really like what you do and what you, what you, and I'm, I, I always look forward to, you know, what you got have coming up. Um, oh, it's because I, I, I'm, oh, no problem, man. I'm, I'm a big movie buff. Like, I love going to the movie theater. Like, I go, you know, by myself. I go with my kids. I go, whatever. I'm really looking forward to seeing this Mario movie. I can't wait to take my son to see Mario. I can't wait for Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. My next watch. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to see what you say about that one, too, man. So, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, uh, guys, check, check out my man B, man. He, he, he's, he's doing his thing. I'm happy you're on the network, man. I mean, when you got the show, I was like, oh, you on the network. I'm, I'm real. I think it's really cool. I think it's really nice, fresh. Uh, breath of fresh air for what we're doing over here on Upper Game, man. So much power to you, man. Salute to you. Thank you for coming through, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a great rest of your day, man. And I uh, appreciate you. All right. Peace.
Peace. Big shout outs to Brian, man. That's one of my, that's my dude right there, man. He's so, so cool. You should check out his show. It's really awesome, man. If you're in the film like me, you want to check out that show. He's giving you all the reviews. Like he said, he's interviewing people within the industry. He's out there in Hollywood, man. He's making films. Check him out. Follow him on social media, man. He's a really, really solid guy. I really, really like B, man. Really cool dude, all right? Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode, man. And again, thank you all for being patient with me. I hate to miss episodes, but when you're under the weather, you're under the weather, man. And I like to bring you all heat every single time. I don't want to come in here all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can probably hear I'm a little hoarse right now, man. But I'm getting back into the swing of things. So I always appreciate you guys for being patient, okay? Remember, I always appreciate you guys. I appreciate all of the support to me and the network. So go ahead and follow the network, the Up On Game Network, at Up On Game Network for all of the dope shows, all of the dope content, okay? Follow me at MSR underscore Adam, at MSR underscore Adam. You can listen to my other podcast, the Butler Did It Podcast. That's on my YouTube as well, the Butler Did It Podcast Pro on YouTube, the Butler Did It podcast pro on youtube but you can just go to msr underscore adam there's a link tree to this show to the butler did it to my tiktok everywhere i put content you can find it right there at msr underscore adam and thank you for doing that in advance all right remember to mind your mental health mind your mental health man it's crazy world out there we just trying to have fun with a little sneakers and movies why not right but if you can't do that find a way to mind your mental health do it for me do it for yourself, okay? And also, mind your physical health. Hey, I had to mind mine last week, right? Sometimes you got to take a break. It's okay. But more importantly, and it's something that includes all of that, please continue and never forget to be great. I'm up out of here. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. 
Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.